0: Billy Greenwood is on the line, who also was a part of that Jeff Allen team back in the day at Kicks Country, and of course now with 93.7 The Bull and KLOU uh, here in St. Louis. Billy, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. I'm sorry. I I hope Jeff paid you handsomely for having to take some time out of your day to join us. How are you?
1: I'm doing well, thanks. I was just going to say, all these years later, and Jeff still finds someone else to do his work for. No big surprise.
0: You got that right. So yeah. I, I want to talk about Toby Keith, and I know that you've you've I know that you've met uh, Toby, and you have some pers- yeah. personal stories there. And I and I, yeah. uh, I, I I want to talk about those. I also on so on this show, we've been there's we've been kind of like the Taylor Tracker, oh, and yeah. and just how uh, out of control. The Taylor Swift situation right. is, and every single day it seems like there's another huge reason that she's in the headlines. So um uh, I, I wanted to, to start with that. The new big rumor, and Katie, you said you, you hadn't heard this one, right? The, the, I, the one I, the I headline the today, one. Travis Kelsey. There, there's a rumor that she, that he's going to propose to her. At the Super Bowl, yeah,
1: but he's you know he's
0: saying no. But here we go again. Mm. Every day there's a freaking Mm, Taylor Swift headline. Uh, What do you think? uh, What do you what do you think, Billy, of just the overall just machine that uh, Taylor Swift? I mean, like this is as hot as an artist I think could ever be. It's and and she's not undeserving. She's incredibly talented, but no. It's just amazing what has what has been built around her.
1: Well, so now, look, I can go all the way back to Taylor Swift. The first time I met Taylor, she was in St. Louis at the amphitheater for a concert. She hadn't even had a song on the radio, and one of the record label folks brought her up to me and said, you've got to meet this this new artist of ours. She's going to be She's going to be big, and I'm so thankful that I did because who would have known that she would be the Madonna of her generation, mm-hmm. but I can tell you this, having known her from the beginning through now... I, there's no one more genuine, more uh, uh, kind, nice, like real than Taylor Swift. And so I actually feel awful that she gets all this backlash because I don't really honestly, I don't feel like she tries to get it. I feel like it just, I think people are so enamored by her that they technically won't leave her alone. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it's sad because, you know, like you see the shots of the cameras with her in the suites for the uh, Chiefs games and you can read lips and she's saying, you know, please go away. Like she just wants to enjoy the moment. Yeah. And she doesn't get that chance. And, and I can't imagine what, it, what it's got to be like to live in that world. I You know, I see the backlash in the country world where um you know people are getting frustrated that we're giving this this woman who has worked so hard and is such a smart business woman she's kind of the Garth Brooks of her generation he was mm. so great at promoting himself and she does such a fantastic job also and instead of building her up, it's like we're breaking her down, and I, it just doesn't make any sense. And I, I, you're starting to see that, at least in the country world. You know, the stuff that I hear in the studio and the people that I talk to, the country music fans, I think are getting frustrated that there, that there seems to be this backlash with Taylor. And look, she's not bringing more Chiefs up. You know, football fans are football fans. If people want to see what Taylor's up to, I don't know a lot of thirteen-year-old girls that are going to watch an entire football game to see the three or four shots of her in the <laughs> suite.
0: Yeah, no, you're exactly right, and and the the this this fervor around her, uh, like I I am that uh, you know I've been talking about how I like I can't take it anymore, but it's not it's not her fault. She's not the one. No. D- she's not the no. one doing this. She, it's the it's the media that has latched on yeah. to just how crazy uh, the mania, uh, crazy, around, the mania Taylor, around her. Yeah, and Tom to your Taylor. point, Billy, I think it's important. You know, especially in today's day and age, the way that music is produced and stars are sort of made and even manufactured in some cases. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift Mm -hmm. writes her own music, plays her own instrument. She's a true musician. Mm Um, which uh, is something that is to be, you know, uh, uh, sure. admired. And if it's going to happen to somebody, at least let's have it happen to somebody who's truly talented and a true musician. Mm-hmm. Sure. So,
1: yeah, The world that she lives in is so bizarre. You know, the last time I interviewed Taylor, I was in Nashville, and we were in a large room, several radio stations. I just happened to be the one that was closest to the door, so I was getting her first. And you would have thought the president was coming with, with <laughs> almost like Secret Service, you know, talking into their, into their wrist. And it was, you know, you have 60 seconds with Taylor. Well, A, it's tough to do an interview in 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. Um, they had it, they had everyone so nervous. We were all on eggshells. And when she walked in, she came in with a plate of cookies that she stayed up baking the night before because she was so excited (laughs) about doing the interview. That is awesome. You know, Wow. that's the kind of person she's been and so yeah so I get frustrated when I see people bashing Taylor because she's just we're really lucky to have her yeah honestly
0: and um, I, I didn't realize this until Katie and I were just talking about it at the break but there's a there's actually a connection between yeah. Taylor Swift so and, and Toby Keith is that true Katie? Billy or? you would know more about this than I would but I read on some of the press this morning unfortunately due to Toby Keith's passing that he was a mm-hmm. stakeholder in Big Machine Records and he met Taylor first in about 2005 or maybe 2004 and he was the person kind of pushing the label to get her on to big machine records and correct me if i'm wrong billy but i think he heard her and saw what a talent she was and said this is this is going to be a star and then from there is whenever she got kind of tied onto the label and had that debut album
1: 100 percent, exactly right yeah he actually you know was the one who really was the, the force behind getting her to meet up with scott borchetta and, uh, and you know, Scott, I think, had the foresight to realize that this girl is going to be something special. And, you know, the deal was there were other uh, record labels in Nashville who wanted to sign her. But she was sticking to her guns at like 13 and said that I- I'm writing my own music, sort of like uh, Sylvester Stallone. I'm going to star in Rocky, she said. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to write my own music. I don't want to record someone else's. I don't want to write for someone else. And Scott Borchetta, thanks to Toby Keith, was the one who decided to let her do that. And the rest is history.
0: Talking to Billy Greenwood, and uh, speaking of Toby, uh, Billy, I know that uh, from your long history in country music radio, you've had a chance to um, uh, meet and spend time with Toby Keith. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, share some of those share some of those those moments with us, and just talk about uh, Toby Keith and his his legacy and his his impact on on country music. Sure.
1: Well, I mean, you know, it's, you talk about Taylor Swift being this fantastic singer-songwriter. Toby Keith, I mean, wrote over 20 number one songs. He sold like 40 million albums. He could be intimidating. I've got a picture of me on his tour bus <laughs> out back of In Cahoots there in Earth City from oh, years ago. Yeah, his, yeah. arms are, his arms are crossed and he's <laughs> kind of looking down at me. And I could you know, I could see I'm in my early 20s. I'm scared out of my mind. He sort of had that sort of ability to do that, you know, because Toby was the kind of guy who wouldn't put up with anything. If he didn't want to do it, he wasn't going to do it. And he didn't hide that. And so that was always sort of the the image, the perception I had of him until I had moved to Nashville. And I was working on the radio in Nashville and was actually out at the Palm with my boss having uh, dinner. And he got a phone call and uh, he got a big smile on his face. And he said, hey, go to the bathroom. You got to go to the bathroom. Things are going to get crazy. That was Toby. And he's coming by to pick us up. And I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I'm going to go. I'm going to go out with Toby Keith. This is going to be crazy, and it was 100 percent the most awesome night I'll never forget. We left the Palm to drive to another bar called Fiddle and Steel, which is just about four or five blocks away. I'm in the back seat. Toby's in the front passenger. We stop at an intersection, and you can see this car to the side. Recognize Toby Keith at this intersection, and they're going crazy. He rolls down the window. Someone jumps out of the car and runs over to him, and he says. uh... Anybody got a cigarette? <laughs> and you, you can see them. You can see them scrambling. They're scrambling in the car. They grab a cigarette, run it back over to him, hand it to him. Light turns green. They drive off, and he turns to us in the car and says, "Anybody smoke?"
0: <laughs> Didn't even need a cigarette.
1: <laughs> totally played. That's we awesome. get to the bar. Yeah, we we get to the bar, and I'll never forget. You know, we <laughs> said as you walk through the doors. We went right to the left corner, so it was a corner table, sort of you know secluded. Well, I he sat up against the wall, so I was across from him, closest to anyone who would, who would come up. And of course, people were coming up. Now they're asking me, while Toby's across the table from me, if they can get a photo or if they can get an autograph. Now I'm the one in this horrible situation where I've got to ask Toby, you know, if, if it's okay. I can tell you that he didn't say no to a single person and it made my life so much easier. Wow. He was so, so nice to everybody. I can also tell you that he, you know, in true Toby's fashion, really hid just how, I mean, we knew he was sick. But, yeah. you know, he was just recently talking about going back out on tour. And uh, I think he had us all fooled. And I think that's where we're all, we're so shocked today because he had us fooled into thinking that he was doing better. But he used to always say, I love to laugh. I don't even mind getting mad. I just hate sad. Mm. And I don't think that he wanted anyone to be sad and i think that's why he i think that's why he went out the way Toby wanted to go out.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And i and I, I, I i'm glad you you mentioned that because i i was was shocked as well and i thought maybe i just wasn't paying attention because i knew that he right. i knew that he was sick, but this i right. this was out of the blue for me. So it 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 sounds like that that wasn't uh It wasn't just, you know, if you weren't paying attention, you didn't realize it. It sounds like it was very intentional on his part and and sounds like very in character for Toby Keith.
1: Yeah, it was exactly, it was exactly, I think, what you would have expected from Toby. And, you know, it's funny because on my Facebook feed, I have a lot of industry friends and a lot of, uh, friends just who listen to the radio. And from both sides, it's amazing to me. I- I'm not surprised to see all the different stories that people are sharing who work in the industry because they have the opportunity to work with him. But so many stories from, from listeners who have had, uh, uh you know, fantastic stories as well. Because again, he was just the people's people. I think that's what made him so popular, so real and and i think that's why it hurts so much today
0: yeah and 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 would you would you think that he is cuz you've seen it over the over the decades of your career how country yeah. was considered you know you know this fringe or non-mainstream or you know that's for farmers and rural america and you know right. and and country music has has become as popular and you know mainstream as is hmm. any other form uh, over the last right. 20 years or so uh, i would i would venture to say that toby keith was one of the artists that played a big role in in that transition is that uh, is it yeah. true statement
1: but- I think that's absolutely fair to say. Um that, you know, I will say uh, my liberal Friends, not quite as big a fans as Toby. I don't think that they were as crazy about uh, you know the uh, American soldier, or the angry yeah. American who's going to put a, a boot yeah. in your ass. But you know, but I think for the rest of us, I think that he, I think that he said a lot of what we felt in his songs, and I think that's why, uh, I think that's why we all felt so close to him. I think.
0: Well, Billy Greenwood, what an awesome surprise to have you join us here on the show this afternoon to uh, share those stories. We really appreciate your uh, time and. Uh, I'll make sure that Jeff Allen gets the check in the mail for your, <laughs> your time this afternoon. Uh, Billy, thanks so much yeah. for spending some time and sharing some stories with us. Have a great rest of your day.
1: Thank you, guys. Yeah, you too. My pleasure. Thank yeah. you.